back to uh the beginning you were talking about um how you grew up uh everyone was always cooking in the kitchen uh Mm -hmm. you take like a holistic health approach no fast food no sugary drinks sodas all that good stuff and everything like that and so uh yeah we just pick back up there where we left off Right. So I, you know, now I look back and realize, wow, that was a great foundation to my health because I know what it feels like to not be addicted to sugar or fat Mm -hmm. or fast food. Like I know what it feels like to feel good, which unfortunately, especially after this epidemic with um, our, we're seeing for the first time, our children are not being born um, resilient or um, they're not, yeah, they're, they're obese, our children. So they're not necessarily getting a a, um, a good start. Yeah, um, and it's like it's like there's a it's a there's like an abundance of mm-hmm. food instead of like a shortage of food for right the first time in human history that at least that we can <laughs> that we can like look back on you know. Yeah, and and it's interesting because now I look at that as like it's malnourishment though because oh you yeah know, you're you're addicted to these chemicals basically you know. But mm-hmm. there's no nutrition there. There's no nutrients. Yeah, there's no for brain yeah. health, for bone health. So, um, yeah, that's one of the things that gets me really excited about all of this. But I was uh, gonna mention that. Yeah, what I tell people is that parenting. I think um, there's two things that really informed my health approach: becoming a parent, and of course the major health challenges often you know our own personal health journeys Mm -hmm. or even of a loved one be they emotional physical or mental um, they really informed this path that I've taken so in becoming a parent I committed to the natural route even I think before you know becoming a parent Um, Mm -hmm. and it brought me to what I refer to as the three H's which is home birthing homeschooling and homeopathic medicine. Mm. So yeah, I feel like once I decided to, I felt really empowered to um, have home births. The doctors were able to come to my house. Okay. And actually, you know, my mother-in-law, she's an amazing woman. She's an angel. She's, she became a doctor at 50. I'm like, what am I going to do when I'm oh, wow. 50? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, you know, here's this, my mother-in-law who I respect and look up to, you know, she's like, if I could do it all over again, I would have home birth. And actually she did have home birth for one of her kids. So she kind of like encouraged me. I read up on all of it and yeah, I was like, let's do it. Um, So I had all three at home. You know, I don't like hospitals at all. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're really gross. I don't want to touch anything. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine like my baby breathing the same air as everybody else. I don't know. It's this whole thing that happens to mom brain once you become pregnant. (laughs) Right. And so you like having that, uh, that foundation, like you said, when you were younger and then Mm -hmm kind of seems like uh, other people in your life like your mother-in-law mm-hmm. kind of gave you this uh this uh influence and like kind of uh opened up your like kind of like your mind and like how you think about certain Definitely things right expanded what is possible because yeah once I you know I did my I had my first home birth it was just mm-hmm. so empowering that's what hooked me is how empowering it is I don't have to rely on the medical system you know, mm-hmm. I can trust my body. That was yeah. huge for me, that you can right. trust your body. <clears throat> and then, and then, um, you, like you said, you still had, uh, like, doctors uh, available to you. Right. And were right. able to come to you. It, it's not like it was just a full-on, just, right. here we go, let's make it happen yeah. type of thing. And, of course, the support. You know, my husband mm-hmm. was on board. My family was on board. You know, like, everybody right. was super supportive and you know like and also I have to say you know being in the military I was in the air force just that um ability to put mind over matter like I had that kind of training as well 
like I felt super confident. I never read any books. I was like, let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd but... rather have my baby like out in the forest, like hugging a tree than, you know, <laughs> having people around me or, you know, how the residents come into your room to check on you at all hours of the night. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a slew of like six people coming, walking into your room at any time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no, not me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different different experience, right? Yeah, and I know that's not for everyone, and you know, yeah, just, for sure. I I feel really blessed that I was able to do it my way. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's cool that you can you can like share it too. So you like you said, you're not saying everybody has to do it like right, this, but right. it's this is an option. Like you have options, basically, you know. And yes. it's about like figuring out what works best for you, and that's kind of like with kind of anything in mm-hmm. in this life, basically. So like fast forward past the home birth, and then you talk about homeschool. And mm-hmm. same thing, right? Like I went to a, uh like a school, like went to school every day. But I know people that, especially now, more and more, it seems like which after the past like couple years, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's it seems like the move to be uh to home to to homeschool and be homeschooled uh as a as an option because it seems like the 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 school system is yeah. uh very but- uh outdated and archaic (laughs) for sure for sure yeah with like yeah I saw you know what the medical system how women were treated you know doctors Mm -hmm. have their golfing appointments and that's like their priority they just schedule in like they want you to be in their system Mm -hmm. and the same thing for education you know it's a system and Mm -hmm. it's designed for you know having little workers yeah follow just follow the line follow the conveyor line and 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 I wanted something different yeah for my and that, kids mm-hmm. that's uh that's super cool too and like I've I've been thinking about that <clears throat> excuse me I've been thinking about that a lot too like I went I like I said went to like regular like just a regular school Public like school? Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school but it's the same oh, same okay. difference mm-hmm. you know what I mean like, where like you go at seven forty-five, you get out at three and you know you're going from class to class to class blah 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 and like you said it's just it just it's just a system that uh, kind of just teaches you how to fall in line and like <laughs> take directions and stuff like this. So now, um, like the past couple of years, like I've been kind of trying to go out more on my own, like with my training and coaching and stuff like that. And I'm just like, dang, like this is hard because I've never had to do anything like this before. Like mm-hmm. it was always just whatever somebody like told me to do, like I'll bust it out. Like, easy. Right. like nothing is too hard for me to do or, I'm not afraid to work hard or anything like that, but it's just now that there's no, nobody telling me what to do. It's like, Hey, it's like, it's on you. And I've never, and I think it feels like a, like a homeschool experience would be put a little bit more onus, like on the, on the student, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. They're empowered to make decisions because they're in command. And so when I, um, first got into okay I think I'm gonna do this you know first I was able to I I started early enough my oldest was four years old I had time to study all the methodologies Montessori Waldorf classical education Reggio Emilio um, you know even unschooling Um, so I had all this time to read all these books before they were you know legally school aged right even then I realized that you know, in order to in order to do them any justice, my kids, I had to focus on studying them. I consider them my grand experiment, which <laughs> yeah. I think has been um, successful because. But yeah, I literally studied like what I would journal. What are my kids interested? In? How are they sitting? You know, like my son loves to do everything on the floor. And he always has to have his toys, his cars in his hands with him and mm-hmm. he can do anything as long as he has his cars in his hands mm-hmm. and I'm like that's how we're gonna roll so I figured out what worked for them and then without them knowing started integrating some of my curriculum which was of course individualized and uh, sometimes I even wrote my own crea- uh, curriculum and then I realized wow each kid has different needs just as a parent you you know each kid has different emotional needs but mm-hmm. for homeschooling it magnified even more so the homeschooling journey really taught me that the benefits I saw for sure that an individualized approach is mm-hmm. like you don't waste any time because if your kid already loves like you know I don't know horses you're going to create a unit on horses and include literature, science, math, all based around horses, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, friend. yeah. No, go ahead. 
Um, yeah, my friend, I was just going to mention she, she, their family loves Star Wars. Like she literally created a whole curriculum around Star Wars. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. Cause that's something you wouldn't, you can't, you can't like do it in a like public school system or like a system where you have like a gang of like kids that you're trying to like get through. It's like, it, it's right. just not, it's not it's feasible. More about, you know what I mean? It's more about classroom management. Yeah. exactly exactly so I think that's cool that you uh, discovered that and uh, mm-hmm. how were you able to like well, how does it go like I don't, I'm not too familiar <laughs> with like being like with homeschooling like your kids like you have to like like pass a test or something or you just decide like I'm gonna homeschool the kids and it that's depends what on your state you have okay. to look up your state laws. So I started in Illinois, and really, they there are no requirements. You, you're okay. just automatically recognized as a, a private school, and you don't have to even fill out an affidavit or let the government know. You really nice. Um, mm-hmm. And here in Illinois, uh, California now, you have access to these charter schools. And so when I moved here, I'm like, whoa! You have access to your tax dollars for mm-hmm. the education system. So um, that was nice because then I could continue at home, staying at home, you know, not working because I did this full time. Yeah. And um, and, you know, to be able to pay for um, even like piano lessons or whatever. And so but that's that's very special here in California, which has the longest history of homeschooling. Um, most of the country does not have that benefit. You, you everything's out of pocket. Oh, OK. OK. So yeah. it's probably a little bit more uh, challenging. Definitely. Um, and in and different definitely, states. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to um, work a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. And finding, you know, being able to homeschool on a shoestring budget, but it's definitely right. possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with homeschooling, I think that's the biggest uh, benefit was um, learning, you know, the benefits of individualizing, individualization. And also, you know, I saw that. Um, what my kids got was the benefit of having time to know themselves because they weren't guided by a teacher telling them they need to know this at this Mm -hmm. late age or you need to read these books. They had so much freedom and we did so many field trips and it really, you know, we just did whatever they were interested in. So there was no, they learned super fast. Yeah, because it cut through all the fluff, basically. Right, right, because they're already on board 100% yes I love horses tell me everything about horses but then in you know I'm integrating all these basic maths concepts science literature in that and um, so with the gift of time that they received over time they they were they know themselves really really well they know their strengths their weaknesses their interests and you know they tried a bunch of stuff. So then also there's um, this component of self mastery. So okay, you're gonna you have this goal, you know, of horseback riding. You know, what's your goal with this? How far are we gonna take this? And just doing that over and over and over again, they really get the message. Oh yeah, I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're the uh, we had the master of your own ship, right? Right. Right. And um, the last age, yeah, yeah, classical homeopathy. So my kids, although, you know, we did everything natural, you know, I cooked food, we grew our food as much as we could mm-hmm. in the cold winters in Chicago. Um, my son was born, uh, for example, super healthy, but within two months, he was covered, 90% of his body was covered in eczema. We moved oh, out wow. of the house, got rid of all the products that we use, got rid of the dog. We couldn't go anywhere because of the products that people use chemical cleaners you know at the grocery store or whatever he would just flare up Mm. and he had the open sore oozing kind of eczema so when I would nurse him the the honey colored discharge would rub on my belly and I would get really itchy so I had an idea of what he was experiencing Mm -hmm. so in trying to protect him and figure out what he was allergic to um, he was allergic to everything so I could there was no way for me to you know keep him in a bubble you know like I think the water was even bad for him I'm like certain air you know like (laughs) you know depending on the season like you Mm -hmm. know I was a mess I was a zombie I didn't sleep for um, for months upon months 
And then my mother-in-law, my angel again, said, why don't you try um, homeopathy? She actually said, do not take him to an allergist. Um, and the pediatrician that I did take him to said, you know, I can give him steroids and, you know, his eczema will clear up. But I guarantee you, he said, I guarantee you when he's older, he will have asthma. Mm. And, and I'm like, thank you so much. I really thank that doctor for being so direct and honest because yeah. then I knew I'm not, I'm not going to rely on the medical system. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I just Googled a classical homeopath. There happened to be one in my town and within four to six months, um, his condition was stable. I could kiss his face for the first time. He had these sores on his ears, his head, um, all of his face was covered in eczema. I couldn't even kiss him. Oh. It was um, that severe. And so, um, yeah, to let y'all know what classical homeopathy is about, it's basically an energy medicine. It's, it's really like nanotechnology because there's micro doses that are ultra diluted of the original um, element medicine, which is, um, it could be plant, mineral, or animal uh, based <clears throat> remedy. And it's um, of course individualized. So his remedy, for example, is graphite, you know, like pencil lead. Mm -hmm. And it was based on, you know, just his preferences, his moods, how he slept, all kinds of things. It really addresses the whole constitution of the person, which is mental, emotional, and physical. And then even the dosage is individualized. So I figure it out. Again, I just sat with a journal and recorded everything. I recorded the weather. I recorded his skin, his behavior, what he ate, what he touched that day. And then I figured out that it was his stools that would indicate how often I need to um, dose him. Mm. So if his stools were turning his diaper... <clears throat> were turning to from brownish to greenish, then I would give the remedy and that would prevent any flare up. And so that's how I read him. And so this medicine is really all about the individuals raising the, the person's vital force or, or what Chinese medicine refers to as qi. The, the remedy itself doesn't do anything. Um, but kind of like send an alarm to the body like hey this part of your body needs some attention work on it so it's mm -hmm. like the 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 energy of of his system wasn't able to didn't have enough resources to address his eczema condition and so the remedy just yeah it's just the right frequency to to encourage the body to start healing itself and it's so That's interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, the kids all had chicken pox at the same mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Each kid had a different remedy. And they experienced no discomfort because I gave it to them right away. The earlier you can give them a remedy, the the more the faster it acts and mm -hmm. preempts it from getting more serious. Um yeah. It's pretty amazing. That's all I use for my uh friends and family. You know, I'm trained um and classical homeopathy to ta to handle, you know, acute care, first aid, definitely for sports. Oh, my gosh. Any injuries. Um, it's just been an amazing experience. And so that's uh, that's interesting because that's a, that's another alternative. Like very it, alternative. Se <laughs> it seems like everything that you know, you've kind of been doing uh, most of your life has been uh, an alternative which isn't isn't a bad thing and not to say that the other things are bad but it's just it's it's like like I said with the homeschool and the mm -hmm. home birth, like it's another approach and if you want to take the time to uh, uh, learn it and and learn the individual characteristics qualities of yourself of the people you're working with dealing with and stuff like that like it it, it could work seems like right you know what one thing you know when i was beginning this road i thought of like am i always why am i always picking the hard route <laughs> you know that's one thing i'm like why can't i just do the easy thing and i'm like I, mm -hmm. that's just not how i'm programmed i guess yeah it's just yeah, i just go all in and um the other thing i thought about was um yeah for me the what i get out of it is just it's very empowering to know yourself mm -hmm. you know 
because if you know yourself, you really can do anything. It's it's kind of like you think you know what you can do, but then you realize there's so much more, and that what your your wishes are for yourself are yeah. are really the bare minimum. There's so much more to explore and that you could benefit from. Yeah, and there's like people uh, like put limiting mm-hmm. limiting beliefs on themselves or they don't they don't uh, expect much from themselves yeah, or so about I'll themselves you, or anything yeah I, i'll tell you one more story of um of using classical homeopathic medicine is um so i you know my kids were my oldest also was born with eczema so they're they're all good with their skin and then my third one i decided i'm i couldn't wait to try it on myself you know and mm-hmm. so homeopathic homeopathy you can use the medicine even if you're not sick um you can figure out your constitution and use it as a balancing remedy whenever you feel you know like not so good or mm-hmm. maybe even are developing a cold or whatever when you notice your body's out of balance so actually i was pregnant with my uh, youngest and I had some heartburn and a little bit of sciatica because she was a, the biggest baby of all three. And um, so I, I, I got a remedy for that I started while I was pregnant with her. And she's the one who doesn't get sick. Um, and if she does get sick, she's over it really fast. Like, she, I don't think she's even, she's had a flu once or twice, but mostly, you know, minor colds, super strong vital force very smart you know first of all with the homeschool journey my kids start college at 16 and my youngest she started last fall at 13 years of age so yeah i think this homeschooling and (laughs) homeopathic medicine is kind of working out for me yeah for sure yeah (laughs) for our family it it seems like like i said it's just if you take the time and really put it dedicate the the focus that it that it demands and that it needs it seems like the 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 results are pretty pretty astounding you know yeah and of course you know I didn't do it all by myself you know I had a great homeopath to start with and support is really key you know my mom's group which is a holistic mom's group you know my husband family everybody was supportive and helpful and then so all of that takes you into like I said correct me if I'm wrong but it seems like Mm -hmm. within the past year is when you had finished up your yes. uh, mm-hmm. FDN and now you started doing uh, health coaching. Is that the right? Yes. The functional health coaching. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's called a functional diagnostic nutrition. Um, I'm a practitioner as FDN practitioner. Okay. And yeah, my goal is of course to empower people to know their body better than anyone else. And this is a huge necessity for women. People don't realize that um, the majority of the scientific research, you know, diet recommendations and, you know, uh, all of that is based on men, not women. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I'm super excited about is all the wearables in my practice. I'm able to integrate data from, you know, Fitbit or whatever, um, glucose monitors, or I'm able to integrate that data. And that's just one more tool to help people become their own health expert. And it's especially important for women because there's no other data. There's not much data around it. So you have to have your own data (laughs) like yeah even your your body temperature you know you're like your own project basically yeah yeah so i'm a big proponent for wearables as long as you don't rely on them 100 percent. because again they're just a tool yeah it's like uh it's like anything it's all (laughs) it's all how you use it right like nothing's or most things aren't good or bad they just are and you kind of make them you make them what you want you know like you said they're just tools like the hammer isn't always going to (laughs) work you need like a saw you know right and you need like not just one hammer you you need a good like (laughs) yeah variety of tools and for sure what you're saying you know technology isn't 100 percent. same thing with um i run functional labs you know no one lab is 100 percent. no there's no one health marker you know you you want to take a comprehensive look i consider myself a holistic health coach you know for that reason because i'm looking at your mental emotional um physical and with now with my fdn certification that's really the biochemical aspect okay 
and so what is uh what is that uh entail like were you were you doing health coaching before this fdn or yes like i said with classical homeopathy i was Mm -hmm. um working um yeah not not so much as a health coach in terms of um building like providing health building protocols but Mm -hmm. more so for like balancing you know balancing the body from experiencing you know frequent colds cough flus so basically acute care type symptoms and definitely first aid super easy with homeopathy I do talks on that all the time and um, so for first aid and you know performance athletes recovering from injury and then now with the with the the FDN, that's mm-hmm. just another, like you said, just another tool basically that you can use to in your Offer practice. Offer functional lab testing services, which is really all about evidence-based lifestyle medicine. So, as a FDN practitioner, um, we look at. I work as um, my clients. You know, I'm a health detective. I work as their health partner in building coaching up function in the body and so there's um seven categories that are i look for hidden healing opportunities and hidden Mm -hmm. is an acronym which is um those functional categories are hormone immune system digestion system detoxification energy production and nervous system so again that's what makes it holistic is that i'm not using just one or two labs um you know ideally like you want a comprehensive lab work that looks at all of that that way you at least have a a baseline and have all your numbers um and so i don't treat or diagnose anything but but specifically but i work in a non-specific manner to coach up function and find those hidden healing opportunities and so what is the uh, like if someone wanted to work with you i know you, you said you specifically work with like women right mm-hmm. and so what is they come to you and they're like hey like i've been feeling like shit for like 20 mm-hmm. years uh help me Thing, right? <laughs> right right yeah I want them to feel like themselves or sometimes I, I want them to feel better than they ever have my one client right now she has she hasn't felt good you know since she was a kid mm-hmm. and um so I do intake forms that you know provide um a couple of different you know medical history and questionnaires and what I'm looking at is your metabolic chaos So when you have these imbalances and you start to experience symptoms, there's often a cascade effect. And pretty soon, you know, you can't find the root cause. And oftentimes finding the root cause isn't even necessary because, you know, for example, if you take hormones, you know, that'll affect your metabolism, your oxidative rate, and then that will affect your cognition, your energy levels. And so, for example, your ability to break down um, protein, for example, one health marker is positive indican, you know, and if I see that it's really high, you're basically not getting nutrition, the nutrient nutrients you need from your food because you can't break it down. And if you can't break down protein, then you probably can't break down carbs or fat either. And mm. so what it is, is that, <clears throat> for example, the, the metabolism that's imbalanced, it could be both a contributor contributor and the root cause of all of your symptoms and so that's what is um what metabolic chaos is all about okay so you get like that from that intake that initial intake you get like your i educate the client Mm -hmm. okay about their metabolic chaos in those different categories and so once i have those um that information i run whatever labs are specific to the individual based on their main complaints. Mm -hmm. But um, there are actually five foundational labs that I like to use and able to provide that comprehensive picture. And so the first layer of stress that I remove is, you know, the low hanging fruit. 
So I typically yeah. address diet first because that's information for the body. You know, that really sets the tone for everything. And so the first step is to remove the, the foods that aren't working for you. So I run what is called a mediator release test, which is looking at what foods are provide are um, uh, are producing an inflammatory response, and this is different from your standard IgG ELISA test or your IgE test, food sensitivity test, because it's based on the memory of the of the immune system versus what is actually happening. So this test is a blood draw and it's live blood exposed to 170 foods and chemicals. So it's, it, and it ranks each item, you know, red, yellow, or green. So there's a different category of sensitivity that's indicated for okay. the food and chemicals. So the first step, yeah, is figuring out what foods are the wrong foods. So when I ran on it, the test of myself, I was like, wow, here I am, think I'm eating to doing, I'm eating and the best things, you know, like spinach and, you know, fish and, bro you know, broccoli and Brussels sprouts, bok choy, mm -hmm. all these green things that I love. And yeah, they were not so great for me. So they were, um, I eliminated some of those. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So again, it's, that's what I what I love about this is that it's all individualized. And then mm -hmm. the second step is to find out what foods are right for you, get you on the right food plan. And that's all based on your um, metabolic type. So you, you probably are familiar with, you know, the protein type, the carbo type. I happen to be a mixed oxidizer. And okay. so this is actually um, a test. It's not an actual lab, but a test that's done online. And it breaks down, um, in, it's a color-coded chart, and I help um, my clients navigate towards um, implementing because it, it is, you know, it does take some effort to start learning how to eat in this different way that's based specific to your metabolic type. And mm -hmm. it's, I could go really into this, but it's based on your, your metabolic type is based on 14 homeostatic controls. 14 um, factors that determine your oxidative rate, you know, whether you're, you're fast oxidizer, slow oxidizer, or mixed oxidizer. So for example, the first two, I'll just touch on the two of the 14. <laughs> um, mm. The first two um, homeostatic controls are the autonomic nervous system. So that is broken down between the parasympathetic and sympathetic. So the metabolic typing results will indicate if you're more parasympathetic dominant, so you'll be on that food plan, or mm -hmm. a sympathetic dominant plan. I happen to be balanced, so um, in actuality, you're going to have like nine different food plans based on if you're, you know, where your dominance is and what uh, metabolic type you are, what category you're in. The other um, homeostatic control is going to be your oxidative rate, you know, fast oxidizer, like I said, mixed oxidizer. And here again, you can also be in the middle. Um, and then there's different ways to gauge where whether you're relatively balanced or balanced. So yeah, there's actually lots of different food plans. And, and then I, what, what are like these... Uh these food plans like what are like the differences between them like so just it's in, gonna be, in general yeah it, it could be um you know a high purine diet um also alkaline dominant um because what informs is you know a fast oxidizer is going to need um you know foods that are that'll take more time to break down so you're going to need mm. high purines versus a slow oxidizer that's going to be need low purine which is your white meats high purine is your darker meats your organ okay. meats and also you know the alkaline um if you need alkaline or so forth but in reality there's there's so many layers with which to fine tune the diet. Yeah. Uh, even your blood type there's also it also gives you information about your dominant organ so i am for example thyroid dominant so yeah there's there's so many layers to go into that but that's just the first thing i addressed is the diet
Right. And then, yeah. so that, and you could spend, you know, a yeah. fair amount of time on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just giving and you a little dialing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and of course, in, mm-hmm. go ahead. And then, of course, you know, I guide, we fine tune uh, the macros um, based on, um, you know, I have the um, my client fill out these diet record sheets and mm-hmm. they're based on, um, so there's no calorie counting, there's no macro counting. It's based on getting the right fuel mix right Mm -hmm. and um and how your body is responding and so it allows it i help my client learn how to take a more intuitive approach to dialing in their macros based on their needs for that day Mm -hmm. you know because you know we'll have a higher training season you know more um you know scaled back you know for for those that are athletes type of training and so you I teach you how to um, know your body again know what's working for you using these record sheets yeah and then the second step you know after I dial in the nutrition is to um, follow a health building protocol based on their lab results so that includes um, supplementation so there's different there's an a b and c category the a a category is your general overall um, uh, nutrient needs that need support whether that's you know more omega-3s or um, let's see antioxidants vitamin c the second category is more about balancing you know that could be your hormones digestive enzymes Mm-hmm. Um, probiotics and again this is all individualized I teach the the client how to self-titrate so even the dosage of the supplement is matters is personalized it's individualized it's done in a scientific way we track it as well and then um, yeah that's 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 the main goal is to educate the client and help them move through the process um, towards building health and then and so someone mm-hmm. uh, or do typically or just in general like how long mm-hmm. does a process like this take yeah so my you know to, my goal is one of my roles is to educate the client and yes work as your health partner to achieve your health goals and mm-hmm. so I'm trying to deliver a health transformation you know I want to be I want to be the last person that you ever have to deal with to resolve your complaints and Mm -hmm. so for that you know there's a minimum of three months to to you know create an actual health transformation yeah yeah and also it it takes mm -hmm. in your in your experience as well no yeah i was gonna say it's uh that's typically like when when i sign up like new Mm -hmm. athletes to them like we need we need like 12 weeks to start and yeah yeah, in those first to get 12 you weeks. In the role. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just and you know, it'll take like four, you know, three to six weeks just to even mm-hmm. start to see uh, you know, some type of like real change that you're if you're assuming you're consistent the whole time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then after that, then the ball starts rolling, we get the momentum going, and then you know, I I, I assume like your ultimate goal too, like you said, is for them to be like so in tune and like educated with themselves that they're like, hey, I don't I don't, I don't need you anymore. You know, right. like you talk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's the ultimate goal for like any yep. teacher, educator, coach type role. Right. Exactly. You, you want your, you want your athletes, clients to, to not need you anymore, basically. Yeah. So you can move on and help the next batch of people that, cause there's 7 billion people, you know, people need, everybody <laughs> needs help. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting because I have clients that are healthy and they want to make sure that they're doing everything right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I have other people on the opposite end that are sick or they just haven't felt well um, in a long time. They haven't felt like themselves. And, you know, the lab, the the doctor has told them, yeah, your labs look good. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're fine. It's all in your head, especially that's something that get told to, to women when they have yeah. the brain fog and the hormone imbalance. They're like, oh, yeah, it's all, you're fine. It's all in your head. Yeah, you're a new mom. That's normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but definitely I have packages. I try to bundle my services. My mm-hmm. One of my main jobs is to, you know, pick the right labs. I have access to over 60 labs. So, like, you know, genetic testing, um, hormone panels, thyroid panels, 
all kinds of leaky gut, um, gut mm-hmm. repair panels, mineral balancing, um, which is huge for women. Um, in addition for men, I, I, I like to tell men, um, you know, this, I, I share w- with them my idea of a health passport. You know, if um, I want, I like to offer them like a, also a comprehensive and affordable way um, to do their due diligence in terms of being able to, to link, um, ensure that any chronic disease is kept at bay and, you know, you want to achieve long-term health. If this idea of the health passport is that if you track these six markers and you want and, you know, keep them in optimal range, you're going to get the best chance of avoiding any chronic disease in the future. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is to, to have regular testing, um, I would say every quarter of these, um, for example, six health markers, which include cholesterol, oxidative stress, insulin resistant, visceral fat, which is just, you know, measuring your waistline, mm-hmm. inflammation, um, average blood sugar levels. Um, it's very, very important to test regularly and make sure that what you're doing, you know, what, you know, the, what you're spending on your supplements what you're spending on you know whatever chiropractic or personal trainers it makes sure that Mm -hmm. that's all working for you for you and moving you in the right direction and so tracking those internal health biomarkers will let you know exactly what's going on with you and will keep you healthy um, if you keep those biomarkers in up to optimal ranges for sure yeah, heck yeah. That and, that and that makes sense too is um yeah, like I said, you don't wanna just be throwing throwing shit at the wall and trying to figure no. out what sticks. Like you wanna Or chasing, you know, it's an anxiety thing too for some people I've seen, you know, chasing the latest and greatest trend. Oh, I need to be taking this supplement or now I need to be drinking this shake or drinking, you know, eating this bar or whatever. I need to get my electrolytes. Like, yeah, there's no more of that because if you have your um, basic needs met, then you you can stick to the basics. You know? Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up too. Mm-hmm. You just said it right there. It's like most of the time it's not super <laughs> over complicated. And I know no. we went into we went to a little bit of like uh, depth and detail on certain testing and things like that and stuff with the diet and everything. But at the end of the day, once all of that is sorted out, yes. it usually comes down to pretty much like the basics, basically, right? Like kind of you know yeah. just try to eat as clean as possible and yeah maybe you need a little bit more of something else than mm-hmm. your friend does but yeah like at the end of the day it just comes down to like the basics right yeah but that's it sorting out the metabolic chaos mm-hmm. and um one of the questions i i get asked most frequently is <clears throat> what does functional mean like what does how do you know what is functional and so there's three things um first is um um, functional is like how your body's operating from the day to day, you know? So for example, the labs that I run typically are, you know, blood samples. There's these dry spot cards. So you just do a fingerprint simple, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these kits are mailed to the client's home. I love this business model. I, you know, online business model. I just can work from anywhere and send the kits. Like my client is going to be on vacation with her mom and so I'm going to send the kids to her mom's house so she can just yeah. do them. And then she just, you know, does the finger prick or urine sample, stool sample. Um, it's only the food sensitivity test that requires an actual blood drop because of the the live blood is being exposed to these hun- yeah, 170. That's, that's just, but that's just yeah. the nature of the test. Right. And um, but yeah, it's super convenient and easy um, for people today, you know, that are. Um, with everybody's uh, busy schedules and so that's one thing that makes it functional the other thing is you know the founder of this program he was worked as a clinical advisor at a very successful clinic in San Diego Mm -hmm. testing he ran thousands and thousands of labs over 10,000 labs and he figured out the optimal lab ranges for people that were feeling great resilient able to recover from stress and able to recover from illness um, you know relatively easily and so um that's really where you know what stands apart from i i did go through and uh, research all these different certification 
<clears throat> programs and FTN is the one that really stood out because yeah, if you're going to invest in your health and spend all this time, like mm-hmm. you want to feel really good. <laughs> yeah. You know, for sure. you know, and you, you want to make sure that you have long-term resilience and health. And that's what these functional lab ranges are all about. So, and the other thing is, you know, these lab companies, they come and go. These, these health markers, the lab ranges change all the time. So when you go to like a lab core or quest, uh-huh. it's, those lab ranges are based on 95% of where that population falls, like on average. Okay. Well, guess what? Our society's getting sicker and sicker. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so the markers are not, uh, that great for so that's why those doctors say like oh yeah you're in the normal range yeah so you're falling in the average of what is normal for our population you don't want to be normal and not in this uh day and age no it doesn't seem like it no 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 so that's really what stood apart for you know stood out for me um with this fdn program that's interesting i never thought about that but yeah you're right like you said they're your average for everybody that's getting tested but most people are getting not most people but a good amount of people that are getting tested and and getting results is yeah it's not good and unfortunately you know that these doctors aren't trained that way so a lot of many of my peers who are fdn practitioners they're now in the business of educating physicians Mm -hmm. that's Um, that's a good sign too that uh, exactly things Mm -hmm. are changing you know with Mm -hmm. with it's just that the system is just so it's so big and there's so much involved in it that it's, it's going to take a whole like force of people like yourself and right. your peers that are going to make any type of specific change. And then also like on, on people too, that people is clear, like you, the people you work with, the people that your fr- uh, friends work with, like, they want to be educated. They want to improve and they want to do this. And so they'll seek you out and people like you out to get, you know what they what what they're what they're in need of right mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah I really love what I do I feel like I'm uh I get paid to be me <laughs> yeah like, this is that's great this, this is who I am I feel very honored to be able to walk um with my clients in their health journey and address you know every time we have a coaching session I'm addressing diet, rest, exercise, stress management, and supplementation, you know, in my Mm -hmm. own personal journey, I think it's just ironic, like here I am thinking, you know, I'm super healthy. And, you know, at the end of last year, I had a seizure. And that just showed to me that I'm not managing stress as well as I thought I was. And so now that's um, guiding me now towards um, really looking into brain health. And, um, managing stress because that's that's what's going on right now with the increase of autoimmune illness and neurogenerative diseases such as alzheimer's and parkinson's i just got back from a metabolic health summit up in santa barbara and there was just a whole community of international scientists and researchers just preaching about this and it was incredible to meet these physicians i've never heard doctors speak in that way of that people need to take care of their health yeah and i was just super amped up about that i have um i'm super lucky i'm i'm able to um, check out additional health conferences. My next one is going to be in Austin, Texas, KetoCon. Um, earlier this year, I was at Biohacking Congress. There's so many cool things out there that I get to sample and test out for free. And yeah. then um, I can pass that on to my clients and and um, help them figure out what's, what's going to work best for them in terms of getting tools um, in their health toolkit (laughs) and of course I refer out too I I refer out a lot of my clients who you know maybe have never worked out in their life Mm -hmm. and you know I really my focus is on building strength Um, yes you need movement everybody should be walking whatever moving but at the end of the day it's all about building some strength Mm -hmm. and so I refer out to personal trainers as well as you know breath work um, meditation guidance, people that, um, chiropractors, um, I, I do that all the time. 
yeah there's just it's it's a whole like you said you take the holistic approach and so it that's it's not very uh popular like people just want the give me the, the quick fix the, the quick give me the quick <laughs> fix like what's the one thing i need to be working on that's going to change my life and it's never usually that's mm-hmm. it's never usually that uh, easy mm-hmm. it's, it's just like you said it goes back down to the basics and everything like that um uh so yeah i want i just want to thank you for uh hopping on taking the time to get on here and uh learn a little bit about your your approach to health coaching and things like that and so where can people uh find you if they were interested in uh, i don't know even i don't even know if you're accepting clients right now but i know you put out a lot of good info on yeah. uh, instagram and stuff like that so where can yeah. people find you well i have first of all i have an office here in rancho cucamanga and also i am able to work with people in 41 countries so in um but predominantly people find me on instagram or facebook or linkedin soulgarcia.health and yeah i'm able to work with people in europe canada australia new zealand to name a few and um also, I'm, I'm really um, into educating the community. That's one of the things I like to give back, do to give back to the community. So definitely in Southern California, I am looking to do additional, um, you know, public speaking opportunities. For example, mm-hmm. May 21st, I'm going to be a sponsor at an event. Um, it's a hip hop yoga event. So I want to throw a shout nice. out to the Rise team in West Covina. We have on May 21st, Rise After Dark. And I will be having uh, mini packages, which is um, for my services, which are um, going to be priced with um, super discounts. So that's a great way um, to get into to learn about functional health. And um, so, yeah, definitely on Instagram is a good way to start. I'm working on my website. Hopefully that will be done later this summer. Awesome. Great. Well, like I said, thanks again for taking time to hop on here with me. Um, There's so much more that I wanted to dig into, uh, but unfortunately (laughs) I have an appointment to get to right now. So if you're up for it, I would love to have you on again and kind of like a part two and just kind of keep going down down the path and see where we end up. Yeah, this is so much fun. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And then um, I'll link your uh, your Instagram in the in the show notes in the description and you know tag you all that good stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that. And right. we'll get the word out and we'll get people healthy because that's what we do. Yep, that's what we do. Thanks a lot. See you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye bye.